Well, hello there. How are you? I guess I shouldn't expect you to talk back to me. And I suppose I should introduce myself. My name is Dosta. But I don't expect you to remember my name. Not that you really can remember anything at all. I do feel a bit strange about talking to you. I don't really know much what to say or why I should say it. Or whether you're listening or if you really can listen. Which brings me to this thing of I can say what I want. I guess I could say anything to you. And it's up to me to think of something to say. And what I say would be of benefit to me only. It's not for your benefit at all. There's nothing I can say that would change what you are. There's nothing I can say that really is a reflection of you. I can tell you my impression of you. Not that it would make any difference to what you are, or how you feel, or what it's like to be you. I hope you don't mind that I've taken you out of your natural habitat. I hope you don't mind that I'm doing this. And I hope you're okay with this conversation. But I've even already established that you can't have feelings about it, so what does it matter? It's strange that I feel a sense of obligation or a sense of feeling like... It, it, it's hard to put into words exactly, but I want... Uh, I'm concerned about your feelings. I'm concerned that there's something... There's, there's like strings on my words. There are strings that pull and push. And one of those is, well, how do you feel about hearing these words? And maybe there would be more flow, or I would say something more freely, if I didn't have such strings. If I was really talking to you as if you didn't care one bit about the feelings or how you were going to take it at all, who knows what would come out. And it's just occurred to me that I've got you mixed up with someone else. I'm talking to you as if I talk to someone else. I'm talking to you thinking that you are a certain person 
when you're not. Really, I have no idea who you are or what it's like to be you. I can guess, surmised a few things from where I found you, the shape that you're in, the size that you are. (laughs) You're a good size. I mean, of all the varieties, there's there's such a large varieties of of your kind. Your kind has so many varieties, really. And why you? Why have I chosen you? Why did I feel to talk to you? Why did I feel to pick you up? Well, I guess I like the shape of you. I like the look of you. And to be honest, any old thing will do. But there is something about you. You are you are smooth. You are you have an elegance about you. You have a sort of almost like a femininity. And there are no pieces coming off. You're not you're not creating a mess. Or as some of your kind really make a mess. Some of your kind can break apart quite easily. You are one piece, and I can see that you are going to stay in that one piece quite easily. I can rub you, I can turn you, I can stroke you. And it's not going to do anything much to hurt you. You're both very tough and very smooth. And I can't imagine what it's been like for you to get this way. I don't know how old you are or the places you've been. If I think about it, there's a good chance you're older than me. You must be older than me. You must be. By a long way. You must be really old. Yeah, you're definitely older than me. And the places you've been, well, guessing from where I got you and where and the shape that you're in, the the sort of area surrounding it, you've been near water a lot. You've been near the ocean a lot. And you've been in sand and you've been bumped around by the sea a fair bit. This is probably why you're so smooth. It's because you've been in the ocean a couple of times, at least. Probably for years, decades. And your actual origin, where you first came into existence. Whoa. Well, I have no idea. I can't imagine. I'm guessing that you haven't always been this smooth. Or or this size. 
and your birth or your coming into existence was a gradual thing. It took time. And there are a lot of ups and downs along the ways, a lot of encounters. But I'm sure you've never met the likes of me before. I'm sure you've never had this experience before. This conversation. (laughs) You've never had one like this before. I can guarantee that much. (laughs) Yeah, I like talking to you. I guess I feel a bit of a chatterbox today. I feel like a bit of a a blabbermouth. And I feel curious. Not many talk to you this way. Not many talk to you at all. Most people only talk to their own kind. Most people talk only when they can be talked back to. And most people talk to have an effect on the thing that they're talking to. And there must be no desire in me to affect you. Logically, I know that logically speaking, my mind... I know it on a mental level. Because how can I? I can't change you at all. There's nothing There's nothing to change. You don't need to change. You can't understand a word I'm saying. So what does it matter? It's not about you, it's about me. So this conversation really is, well, it really does, put it all back to me. And what can I say? What can I say that is of best benefit to me? Is that what I want? Is that what's going on here? How do I talk to you in such a way as that I get the most juice out of it? Is it about insight? Is it about getting my thoughts and my words in order? Is it about finding new things within me? Because it occurs to me now, and it's occurred to me before, that as I say certain things, the words of the idea become a little bit more solidified as an idea, and I carry that idea within me over the next couple of days. It might be something as simple as, that I talk to you for my own benefit. And I may not have been able to clearly say that or understand that before, and it's not to say that this idea won't change in the future, 
But I can see how I can carry that idea for a little while. I can see how that's quite a solid idea. But that doesn't even get close to answering the question, well, how do I talk in such a way that is of best benefit to me? And there is something a little bit uncomfortable happening in me now as to why. Why do I need to benefit? Is it a conditioning of progress, of improvement? Why do things have to be better? Can't they just be as they are? Can't they just be light-hearted? We're just having a conversation. I'm just talking. What's wrong with empty words? What's your problem with just words for the sake of words? Do we always have to be so profound? Or even just engaging, if not profound? Do we always have to have a laugh? There is something that wants meaning in me. There is something that wants significance. And for want of a better word, I say juice. How do we get the juice out of you? (laughs) How do we get the most out of this conversation? Well, I know how you can get the most out of it, and that is to listen to me. And you seem to be doing a very good job so far. Doesn't matter too much whether you've heard me, but you are listening. And who knows, how am I to know if you're not hearing what I'm saying? What if you, what if you are? What if you are? What if you actually do understand every word I'm saying? And you just can't respond. And you can't show that you understand. And even it's hidden by my own understanding of how things work in the world, my limited understanding, that it couldn't even be conceived to me that you could understand. If I could send you a message, well, I guess I'd hope you have a nice day. And I'd like to be your friend. Can we be friends? Can I give you my well-wishing? Can I say that I'm thankful to be able to talk to you? I am thankful to be able to talk to you. I guess I should be. I know that at least mentally. But also there's something happening in my heart. A warm feeling in my chest. It's occurred to me now that there's certain things I want to say to you which I say to just everybody. And maybe this thing of, I want to be your friend and this warm feeling in your heart, well, that's one of those things. Now, of course, I don't want to be friends with everyone. And it's not that I feel that all the time for everyone. But at certain points, 
Everyone's given their chance, and I have had the feeling that I'd want to be someone's friend. And I don't know what the circumstances really are when that feeling most commonly comes up. Now, I'm saying to you now that I want to be your friend because I feel it's pretty safe. I feel I know enough about you. I don't think there's much to lose from being friends with you. (laughs) Maybe if you were a bit more complicated or more like my kind, I'd be less willing to be friends with you or there would be a more complicated set of circumstances which would be needed to be in existence, in place, for me to make the jump as to this could this person be my friend. And I suppose most friends, you don't make friends. I don't normally make friends by saying, hey, can you be my friend? Or, hey, can we be friends? And then we go ahead and do it. It sort of just turns out how it turns out. It just happens to turn out the way it did, just by chance, like finding you, like having you sit here listening listening to me. It's by it really is by an astronomical chance. I mean, of all the of all the things I could be saying and of all the things that could be hearing me, it's you. It's you. Sometimes it's nice just to not talk and to be with you. I like to look at you. I'm a very visual sort of person. I'm often, most commonly, Attracted to someone visually at first. I guess that's the same with most people. But it's occurred to me now that something is something is changing as we progress, as we have more of this conversation. I'm growing a bit of an attachment because a flash of an idea flashed through my eye. A flash through my mind as an idea just came just now, which is that what what would I feel if I was to put you back where you came from? How would I feel to take you home or to let you go to your home? I mean, you're in my home now. And I would have to think that you would be special to me and you would stand out from the rest of your kind, a crowd that you would be put into. I mean, what a crowd you've come out of. Billions. Millions. Billions. So many. So many surround you. Such a clutter. Such a mess. You could easily get lost. 
Yes, if I had to put you back, you would get lost. If I had to let you go, there would be no way I could ever see you again. But why should I be attached? I can just get another one. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> there's plenty to go around. And really, there's no reason why I can't form the same relationship with another one of your kind as I have with you. But then, as I say this, now there's something in me that says that's not right. Because my relationship with you is an unfolding. And as I relate to you, it will change how I approach my next relationship with one of your kind. It might be that I don't feel to explain certain things as I have explained to you. It might be that I just cut straight to the point <laughs> and tell you how I feel. It might be that I understand more, which means I can say less. It might be that... The things I say are more clear and concise. Now that is something to be gained out of this conversation. The ability to be clear and concise. If only I could speak more concisely to you. Then we, may, then we might not have to talk quite so much. If I could just say how things are in a few words, then that would be done with it. If only a few words could bring us close together. If only a few words were enough to stir in my heart a warm feeling for you. If only I could be comfortable with only just a few words. But alas, I babble. And at least for today, that's how it's going to be. And it's occurred to me now that how deep can my curiosity for you go? I've got these things which I've said that you are and that you can and cannot do. And I've considered things that you might be able to do without me knowing. But now that I've said those things, it's almost like it's a given. It's like it's closed case. You can't hear me. You can't understand me. Closed case. But I realize that that's a reflection of my curiosity. And really, curiosity must have no end to it. And is it a matter of observations? Is it a matter of things that can be said directly about you that is the limit to 
how far curiosity go? Or is curiosity more of an attitude? Is it more of an experience? Or is it more of a part of a relationship that simply keeps me open to what you are and what you're like? And how this relationship is changing? Is curiosity a virtue to carry into attitudes and ways of talking and open-mindedness and open-heartedness? I'm finding it hard to wonder much about you. Because you really do seem simple. Maybe it's a fool's errand. Maybe you are just simple. Maybe there really is nothing to it. But maybe it is just me. Maybe I need to come back to me. Back to my well-wishing and warm feelings. And this thing of why you... How personal can it get? And if you're going to go back to all the rest of your kind, well, what if I was to have another of your kind? What if there was two of you? Not two of you exact. I don't mean an exact copy, but another one from your kind. What if I was having this conversation with two of you? Would that change anything? I suppose then I could point out the differences between you two. It wouldn't just be the differences between you and me, but it would be the difference between you and this other third in this tr- trilogy. This you, Like there's you, the first one, and me, the second one, and then there's the, the trilogy of the third one, the second you. And I could compare you two, and then I could say more about that. And I suppose I would feel differently about you as I would to this second one because you and me now at least have some sort of something between us. I don't want to say connection or anything wooshy-washy like that. But somehow I feel between us or in me there is something which would change how I feel or what I would say, and and this comes back to what I said before about each relationship changes how I approach the next relationship. And I suppose it would be different if I put you back and you were no longer here and then someone else came along. And it was the same of your kind, but you weren't here. That's a different variable to if you were both here and there was two of you together. So we've got you and me one-on-one, you, me, and the third one, Or me in the third one without you. And I wonder what it would be like if I took turns to talk to you without you, each present. Hey, what do you think of the new guy? Hey, what do you think of this other one? Of course, I wouldn't expect there would be anything between you and the third one. I mean, how do you two feel about each other? Would there be anything that I could do at all to change that? I don't think so. And of course, I have to expand the thought experiment. 
I have to ask the next question. Such a philosopher I am. And you know the next logical step is what if we add two more of you? We have three of you. And four and five. Let's get a whole bucket of you. Let's get this huge bucket. Let's say we have a hundred of you. Well, then I'd be talking to the crowd. I'd be talking to a collective. And I wonder what that would be like. If I was talking to a crowd and there, was, there were hundreds of you out there, Well, I'd still want to wish you well. I'd still want to speak clearly. I'd still want to be concise. I still want to provide insight. I'd like to share the wonderful things that I've found. Somehow, I initially think that it would be more important to be clear or juicy with my words, speaking to the crowd, than it would be talking to one person. But that's just the initial thought, because my follow-up thought is, well, no, the individual is just as important as the crowd, and talking to you alone, as I am right now, is just as important. And I'm really scratching my head, what's the difference What's the difference between talking to one and talking to many, really? Am I trying to think of things that only work for everyone, that only I think everyone wants to hear? And that comes back to my very first, one of my earliest things we were saying in this conversation, which is that I feel strings being pulled on me on what to say. I feel there's like a web This conditioning assumption, this underlying assumption that I need to say something that the crowd wants to hear, that can can resonate with the crowd. I suppose if I was really able to free myself and open myself up, I'd want to talk about your potential, your ability, the ways you can change, how much juice you can get out of life. But I know that this doesn't make sense for you. I mean, can you change? Can you progress at all? Do you have a potentiality? What could you potentially be? Now, that is an interesting question. I have no idea what you could potentially be. I'm sure you never imagined that you could potentially be my friend. And it might have been that you've seen me might have been that you've noticed me long before I even came across you, long before I even picked you out of the crowd and took you home to be my own. 
but I'm sure you never thought that this would happen, what's happening between you and me right now. And if we had have suggested or there was someone else around at that time and they said, well, what could you potentially be? What's happening has turned out to be so much more. So potentiality is just the imagination of what you could be and that falls far short of what you actually will end up being, judging from your track record. Really, there's so many things you could be. There are some of your kind which are sold for, for thousands of dollars. Some of your kind is carried with my kind. Day in, day out. Some of your kind is worshipped by my kind. Some of my kind believes you have magical powers. And maybe you do. Maybe there is something in that. So potentiality of what you're capable of and potentiality of the relationship that we can have, well, that's way outside of our imaginations, both you and me. So who am I to say anything about your potentiality, your progress? Really, we should come back to... (laughs) Just what's happening now and how strange this is. You think this is strange, this situation? Again, I'm wondering if I'm really talking to you or I'm thinking of someone else. There's a good chance I could be thinking of someone else. And it's just that you're listening to it, thinking that I'm talking to you when really I'm not. No, I do, I do mean to talk to you. And if it happens that I'm thinking of someone else, well, that's just my own inner world, my own inner life. And as it happens out, maybe you need to hear what I need to say to someone else, just as much as what they want to hear or they need to hear. That might be the key to... This difference between talking to the one of you and the crowd of you. Now, if I could talk to every single one of your kind, well, what could I say? If there was one message that could go to the lot, not just the crowd, but every last one, well, I guess I'd wish you well. And I'd be happy to say... I'd call you a friend if I could. And I'd take you to heart. And I'd want to have my warm feelings shared for you. Well, it is strange, isn't it? I do feel curious. It is quite absurd. And I'm sure there must be something deeper. There must be more I can say than just that.
How much can words make a difference? I suppose my relationship to you is not just what I say to you, it's my actions as well. It's quite a lot of action, physical action. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> have, you hold, have you heard that old saying? Actions speak louder than words. Well, I suppose if I'm considering actions and how to treat you in a behavioral sense, well, I should need to treat you right. But you don't take much to take care of. You don't need much to be taken care of. You're already taking care of yourself quite enough. You don't need me to take care of you. And there's not much I can really do to improve your situation. It's not like over here or there is any better or worse for you. But maybe you do feel that way. Maybe you do feel protected in a sense. Maybe you do feel more comfort. Maybe you do have a sense that some places are better for you to be than others. Certainly there are places which if you were there, you would be destroyed. Or you'd be lost. You might be buried. You might be crushed. So certainly there are some places which are safer than others. So I can at least keep you safe. I can't, if not, make your position better. And maybe in a sense that's how you feel. That's how you judge what a better place is. I don't know. I suppose I could destroy you myself. could use my means to break you apart. I don't see the point. I don't know why. Really, you'll find how you are. And you do look quite nice how you are. Really, all I need to do is just acknowledge that I admire you. Acknowledge that I like you. We can celebrate how you are. And maybe this is just all that's needed is a bit more meaning, a bit more sharing, a bit more talking about how things are between us. Both acknowledging how absurd it is, how strange it is, how futile it is, but still somehow fun. Light-hearted and playful. Maybe all we need to do is just say, Yes, it's good to be here. I'm glad that we met the way we did. Out of all the ways we could have met, when we didn't have to, believe me, this didn't have to happen let alone happen the way it did. I wonder how deeply I can feel for you. Is that my path? Is that my role in this relationship? Is to feel more deeply for you? And what sort of feeling? Is it a hope? Is it a joy? Is it love? Can I love you? 
Can I really deeply love you? Knowing that you can't say anything to me. You can't do anything for me. You can't change. You can't progress. You can't even know how much I love you. Could I love you? Is that my path? And how deeply can I love you? Really, if I love you deeply, it's all for me. It's all for my own benefit. It's all for my own joy. And somehow I know there would be a kind of attachment. There would still be projection. As absurd as that sounds. There will still be stories that I conspire about you. In my head. There will still be a narrative surrounding you. Already I can feel one opening up. And I know I'm going to think about you later today. I know after this conversation, you are going to come to mind again. And I wonder if I'll remember to love you. Is that what's meant to come to mind when I remember you? Is that what is meant to stir in my heart when you come to mind? Can I open myself up to love by learning to love you? Well, I've certainly enjoyed this conversation. Not that it really matters to say how I feel about the conversation. It might be going a bit too much meta. So, maybe we can talk again. Maybe we can expand on what we've understood between us now, today. And, as I've said a couple of times now, I wish you all the best. And have a beautiful day. That's all I have to say for now.